hit record, bring up the music, and start the show. Welcome to Where the Hell Is It? <laughs> Where's it gone? We have no title what? screen. Where's the title screen gone? Why oh, is it gone? Oh, man. It's because I moved stuff around. Okay, ready? Look, what I do. God damn it. <laughs> uh. The one day we're organised. I know. We were so... We got we're up, doing so well. We, I stretched, you exercised, and we I've already, meditated, we showered. I've already hit record, so it's too late. Oh. It's too late for me to do anything about this. But I can go like that, and I can go in here, and I can go, which one of these do I want? Is it this one? Yeah, it's that one. Okay, ready? And... Hit okay. You gonna do it now? What the heck, man? Don't know, man. Bam. Pictures. Hey, do show trance. This is pretty good, isn't it? Um, I like this show. <laughs> the show never fails to impress me. Maybe we want that one. Let's do that one. You got this light setting on the wrong one. Yeah, but it looks good. Did you try it on the others? Nah. This is what I hate about men sometimes. Hey, there we go. Look. That's oh, us. That'll do. There we go. Oh, you did it. See? Check that out. We've only done this 143 fucking times. I've only done this 143 fucking times. You think I've that done it I, twice. Would, I would be able to I figure that out? That's crazy shit. Um, all right. What were, you, what were you talking about? I was driving in the car to get coffees. Yeah. Because I couldn't find the fucking mugs. Mm. And that whole ordeal with the cups. We're, you're, we're swearing oh, too much. I did one. You can't do one that close to the one that I did. People get upset. All right. They're like, I can't share. I can't share this. Sh- I can't share this show with my friends because you use bad words. So dumb. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like I want to... Uh, I was driving in the car and I was like, what is this feeling? And it's just because I'm literally a day away from getting my period and my PMDDs. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I can feel the sweat dripping down my arms as I, as we speak. Being such a chick. I know. Being such a but chick. But I feel, I was like, why do you want to escape your body? And it's because your body is doing weird things to your mind and you, you know that everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a massive panic mode. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's really emotional. Oh, no. You're getting <laughs> emotional. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it's You're not because of anything. You're doing just, what that woman oh, no. I saw on the on Joe Rogan I the other day did. part of her cycle. That's why. Maybe. She sort of said that she just does that anyway. Oh, man. She was a Harvard a Harvard professor yeah. uh, and lecturer. And she was she's written a book called Tea. I can't remember what her name was, but she's written a book called Tea and it's about testosterone. And she's basically um, trying to fight for good science to return and that, um, like, your science. I wish someone would study needs to maintain independence from social justice. Science and facts and numbers don't give a fuck about your feelings. And in fact, if you can just get your feelings out the way, science can help you out. Not that science is, there's not all science is, is good as science. good as each other, but 
How does she know? Good science, because because science science isn't an opinion. Science is a method. And you've either done it properly or you haven't done it properly. And you, if you can do it incorrectly, to prove what you want. Yeah. If you want, and you can get other people that um, have the same agenda as you to back up that science. Mm-hmm. But when science is done correctly, it doesn't really give a shit about what you wanted it to say. A good scientist tries to prove their ideas wrong, not prove their ideas right. And so at the moment in the social discussion, a lot of the science that is coming out about some of these social issues has been has been done by people who are trying to find the thing that they think as correct as opposed to trying to find out how weak it is. And so she's basically written a book about that and she's sort of saying like um, men are being thrown under the bus by bad science. Do you know what I wish they would do? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Some studies on women's health. That would be nice. Why? <laughs> I actually have to change my pants. These are so restricting. It's making me have an anxiety attack. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why don't you just pull them off? I can't. I'll be cold. You can't? She's got to take... She's, she's literally got anxiety pants on. This is so unlike you. I know. I'm just really, really having a hard time. Mm. Science is a theory. No, that's not correct. Who said that? No. Sorry, Jim. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, science is a predictor. And... Um, the more times a particular, uh, so science starts with a theory and then it collects facts and then the facts either prove or disprove the theory. And then if the science says something interesting, then it is up to more and more scientists to try and replicate those facts, to try and replicate that data. So the more times the scientific community attempts to test the validity of a theory, the closer we get to knowing whether it is right or not. Some science that gets toted around as fact is still only in the theory stage. It's hypoth- hypotheticals. Hypothesis. Hypothesis, yeah. Yeah. Mm, so there's not a lot of studies on women's health. One of them I feel like would be really important for them to look into would be premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Aren't people doing that? No. We don't even know why women orgasm because they don't think it's relevant. Is that just because no one will fund the science? Yeah. Right. Of course, there's people who want to study that shit. We can't get that off the ground. Mm. We don't need these peasants to know more about themselves. Sorry, yeah. I'm just very, I'm in a very fragile state today. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So I've actually titled Science is Testing a Theory. So I wrote that wrong. That's right. See, I, that now I don't feel bad <laughs> for saying wrong at you so strongly because you even wrote it wrong. <laughs> so you said you were wrong yourself. <laughs> and I don't feel any guilt. Yes. No, you don't feel guilt. If you don't agree, you shouldn't feel guilt for not agreeing. You should have to consider the fact that you might be wrong. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts right now and you're like, who the fuck are they talking to? We record these live on Facebook 
at 10 a.m. Generally, 10 a.m. every Monday, Australian Central Standard Time. That's ACST. You can just Google that and you can be like, you can be like, this is where I live. What time is 10 a.m. ACST? You can do it. Where I am. And in fact, Google. It does it for you. Google already knows where you are. And so no. you, you probably won't even have to ask it to tell people like, I you don't about wanna, where you are. I don't want to get vaccinations because people find <laughs> out where I am. It's like Google mm. knows where you are, man. Mm-hmm. It shows you the search results relevant to you in your area. Yeah. <sighs> it also shows you the search results that they want you to see. Yeah, man. They want you to see. So, so yeah, yeah anyway, guilt, so that's, that's who we're talking to. Yeah, am. fuck guilt. Actually, that's that's kind of where we're at that's kind of in a in a lot of ways i am amazing right what now. this is what this is about so i've titled this episode maybe we shouldn't do this anymore what's that this episode this podcast oh maybe we shouldn't do this anymore and the reason and it yes that's clickbait um oh you, you weren't joking i was like oh, okay we're not doing it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, you kind of I'm excited just have by a that. Nap instead. You kind of excited by not today, doing this you anymore. You tell me I wouldn't have. I, if you told me today, I'd probably cry, but I'd also be like, guess I'll just have to talk to everyone through my stories then. Mm-hmm. I had a breakthrough experience on Friday night that has um, stayed with me in a way that um, can't allow me to like. I just can't play this fucking game anymore. I didn't. I didn't. You didn't even I use didn't. drugs to get there? I had my first non-drug related breakthrough experience and okay. the drug that I took was a was a was a man was a bar manager in Malang. And this is the best story. Anyway, I'll I'll get I'll get to that. But um I was thinking lately, let me premise this by saying that this has nothing to do at all. I feel like I'm telling our kids that it's not their fault that we're getting divorced. Yeah, we, we are. But let me premise this with the fact, with this, let me premise this by saying that this has nothing to do with the people that watch, listen to and enjoy our show. This current podcast. Yeah. Right. It's got nothing to do with it's them. It's not personal. It has everything to do with me. Whoa. I'm so sorry. Oh, see, that's why people can't I'm share this. I'm that's so why people anxious. can't share this. Sorry. Can I carry on? Am I, sh- am I allowed to play with you today? Y- yeah, but yeah. I might cry. Okay. <laughs> Don't make me look really Can bad. You're doing it already. I just didn't even do anything then. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I have been dreading every episode of this show i can't remember when it started happening yeah but i have not been looking forward to doing this for a long time and i haven't been enjoying doing this for a while that's not why i'm crying how how do you feel about that do you feel the same Um, way despite the way my face is i do enjoy the podcast but i do feel like we lost our way yeah yeah i feel like somewhere in somewhere from episode one to when episode one hundred and forty three. When I was crying in the car. When you were crying in the car. That's where episode one was. Car cast. Yeah. You can find that somewhere. I don't think it's on the Hey Demu page. It's probably on the projected twin page. 
but you can find that somewhere. Mm. Carcast. We'll mm. post it in the community. I'll try and find it later. I'll post it in the community, which is uh, our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash. Hey, Dimmy. Dimmunity. If you can't, if, if look, the, I, it's, it's in the links. There's links. Wherever just tell your story. Hey? Can you just tell your story? I just tell a story. Anyway, so I haven't been looking forward to this. Somewhere between episode one and episode this, um, I feel like we stopped being real people on the show. And I feel like the reason that we stopped being real people is because we started trying to be entertainers. Yes. That actually makes me feel kind of nice. Yeah. Normally I hate it when you bang the mic stand, but that was actually uh, like a... What's, what are those those bowls? Vibration singing bowl. Singing bowl. Actually, it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. And we've got compression running through um, this audio as well, so that would have just really resonated. <sighs> Did anybody else get, um, like, arm tingles when you heard that? No, it just stopped me from panicking for a sec. Do it again. I don't See know See if you how. can replicate it. Turns out I am my own vibrational bell. Do I get one? <laughs> that's about it for you man cool that's a good clip there you go should we make that a clip let's make that a clip all right so anyway i feel like we stopped trying to be real people um and i feel like we started tiptoeing around ourselves i feel like we became hyper aware of the fact that look it ain't our fault but it is true we're just not like everybody else. We're not. We're not like everybody else. I. It doesn't mean that we're better. I'm just like, well, we're probably better than heaps of people. Probably better than a lot of you. But um, <laughs> we're just not like anybody else. And um, I feel like we've been spending a little. We've been going down this track. Or when I say we, maybe me. Could all just be me. Yeah, you're, stop you're, projecting you're them fine. to me. I'm having a hard time over here. But we've been going down this track of like just trying to make sure that like people don't think we think we're too special. Or, yes. Yeah. We don't want to shine too brightly because we don't want other people to feel like we are unrelatable. Mm. And because being unrelatable means that people don't want to engage with you. But that's not true. They do. Well, sometimes it makes people not want to engage with you, but that's not your fault. No, it's not my fault if you don't want to be shiny like me. Mm. Um, and I think that that has been a, um, like a, uh, what is it? A neurosis that has spawned off of politeness. Politeness becomes this weird pathological condition. We didn't want to offend people who, because we know that our audience is so diverse. Mm -hmm. There are people from literally every like multiple countries and there's so many of like, not that, not that we're like Joe Rogan, um, one day. But yeah, we kind of are. Um, we kind of are. Um, we don't. <laughs> Look, I was watching Joe Rogan last night and I'm going to go on there one day. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we don't, we do, we, you get into this weird little box with yourself because you don't want to offend the people who are supporting you and you don't want to offend the people who aren't ready to hear the things that you really truly want to say. And then so you start censoring yourself and you start not swearing and when you feel like you want to mm -hmm. and you start saying things that you might not necessarily believe you align with. You even. start not saying what you actually want to say. Yeah. 
which is what this show was about. Yeah. And I so I started feeling like and I have the same problem on Instagram in my stories and stuff and like very rarely do people give us sh- shit. No, like, we don't. Very rarely. And in fact, the only I, times people have like given me shit about my content it hasn't been from like like Did someone pay out your hair? Did they? I don't know. No, nah, maybe it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> the only time anybody has given me shit about the way I am in my content was like an actual close friend of ours. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, but like you feel like you're uh, you get in your head and you feel like you're scared of like what if the what if the strangers out there don't like me? But it's it's not the strangers out there that don't like it's me when friends. I'm shiny. It's people that already know me. <laughs> um, and this sounds heap scathing, but. Uh, I, and I guess it is. <laughs> um, and I have started started feeling like, and I come in and out of this all the time, but started feeling like me being myself is something that can make other people feel bad because some, look, some people, I am, just because I'm special doesn't mean I'm actually special, you know? It doesn't mean you're better than anyone just because you're the special one. I can do special things, but that doesn't make me more important or more special than anybody. But I do special things, and I can do some special things that other people can't do. Um, and Put your only eggs in. Yeah. I can do some things other people can't do. I can, and, and all of those things that I can do, there are lots of other people that can do it. And there are lots of other people that when I watch them, it makes it me better. feel like, uh, actually, maybe I can't do it. But <laughs> uh, like in terms of like generalizing, most people can't do the shit that I can do. And most people can't do the shit that you can do. The things that like that you yeah. are just naturally good at. Like you're you're an incredible writer. Um Who doesn't write? You were a terrible student. Like no one like you didn't you didn't apply yourself to that. You just are good at it. Yeah. You're a good writer. And people like reading your stuff and when you write, people feel and see stuff in their fucking being you take people somewhere and when i write stuff when i make uh, i'm a good writer too but um uh i'm a poet all right we can't both be writers don't take my glory as well for fuck's sake (laughs) um but anyway uh you we we have this fucking sickness that like if you're good at something that it's not okay like show off just show off if you're good at something, show off. And if somebody, if that makes somebody feel less than, that's their problem. But what if they're not actually good at it? That's their problem. Oh, what, what, what if they're not actually good at it? What if they're not actually good at it okay. and they're subjecting it to others so and that makes other people he, uncomfortable? Here's where all of this is coming from, all right? So the other night, and see, even this feels weird because this is entertainment right now because I've already told you this. And so for me to tell the story, now we're crossing over into being an entertainer um, because in order... Are you using an example? I'm using an example. Okay, cool. Now we're lecturing. Um uh, I did a gig out in, okay, rewinding a little bit further back than that. I was playing at the highway. Highway is my favorite venue to play at, at the moment because it's one of the only places in Adelaide where you can be a loud, shiny fuck. And people will actually, even though they didn't know they were going to be there. So in terms of my career, like, yeah, I've had have, have some successful albums and I've got a following and stuff like that, but I'm not at a point in my career where I don't have to do gigs for the money. And because I do have to do gigs for the money, it means that I rock up to play places where people had no idea I was going to be there. Surprise. 
sometimes they didn't even know there was going to be a musician there. And sometimes that would be annoying. Yes. It would annoy me. Yeah. I don't like having music at restaurants. Yeah. Well, because I can't hear because of where I am in my career. Not everybody that I, again, there are, there are, there is no shortage of musicians and here I'm making apologies for myself again as well, but there are no shortage of musicians that I see here in Adelaide that make me feel like I'm not good at what I do, but most of the people on my circuit are not as good as what I do. Right. So it, sometimes when the places that I play, they are annoyed when they see you setting up cause they're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> just here for it's just here for after work drinks i just want to talk to my friends some music in the background would be great i don't want to get to know this guy don't yell at me don't 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 show off anyway so I'm at the highway. Highway is a place where you can actually show off. And for the highway's done a really really good job of building a culture in which like like they actually have plastered around their buildings. We have the best Live local music. musicians. We have the best blah, blah, blah. Like we are here to do. like give you a, a nice place to hang out and you're going to hear some, some good music, music, you know? So they've kind good of job. built that culture. And so you play there. I'm very there. proud of them. Yeah. It's awesome. Go, I love, go you, Highway. I love playing there. Even on footy night. Look, even, the kids get really bored there, though. Could you please step up the yeah, playground the, the, what, and the pokies room for the kids? But that's what I mean. That's where that's where the speci- the specialness that I am becomes not special because to them it's just the same as m- me waiting in the creche while my mum plays netball with her netball friends, which is a special fun thing she gets to do. But I'm just like, oh, man, like I've run – like they only gave me 40 cents – I've spent both of those on the Ninja Turtles arcade game. And now I'm just sitting here in front of the arcade game, banging on the paddles, pretending that I'm playing and I'm not playing. And like, fuck, I just want a rattlesnake. The two-headed one. Yeah. I want to kill a python. They're not the same anymore. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm playing at the highway. I'm doing my thing. And I one of the other reasons I really like the highway is... As I go there, I've been playing there for five years. Maybe. Maybe about five years now. And I started just doing the acoustic thing and I'm just playing the background and I'm trying not to insult people's time, you know their schnitzels and their beer or like you know distract from the 60th the crows versus geelong again um let it go guys the worst worst one is when it's two out of state teams playing and for some reason like they're really invested in in this one this time they're not always but like for some reason the local like essendon fucking support club has decided that like that the, the like, wives we live in adelaide but we love essendon crew of people have decided to come down and hang out for the night and it's like it's not even a local game fuck fuck you <laughs> so i'm I feel doing a lot better and i really like playing the highway because um i have to start from scratch every time i start playing i start setting up and they're like uh, what is this guy gonna do and then i play my first song 
and I come out loud. Um, I do like one really big song and then I pull it right back. And then I know that like, and I play for three hours straight. So for a long time, these gigs is three hours. You do three 45 minute sets, but I just can't be bothered starting from the beginning again. So I just state. don't take any breaks and I just start and I, and I just play three hours of music, no breaks, but and so, and so what I'm learning while I'm doing that is how to give people a break without actually stopping. Like if I want, if I don't want to be in so in, in people's faces, then I will play a, a softer song, light and shade and whatever. And so over the period of time of that three hours, I start building this thing with everybody there with by about the halfway point, it's not... It's not the regular cover gig mm. anymore. Something else has started happening and I've got people um, that don't even know each other. Like the other week I saw this woman, she's like dancing on the end of her table. All of her friends are sitting down and she's like got up out of her chair and she's standing at the end of her table in her booth and she's dancing and she's like trying to get them to dance and for about 25 minutes she's trying to get them into it and they're not. And then eventually she's just like, fuck it. And then she goes to the next table just of strangers and pulls a random guy out and stuff and whatever. And then people just start mingling and whatever and we just start this collective thing where like people didn't come to party with each other but now they're all partying with each other and me it's a community and then even sometimes they'll they'll start coming up to the stage and then i'll start getting this crowd building around the stage and whatever and then i get this like oh man i've got to keep the party going thing and uh and and it's even gotten to the point where i'm like I've even said like, all right, that's, that's too much. You guys are like, you're you're staring at me too much. Just like, just like, just take a minute, listen to some R and B for a sec. I'll I'll do something fun in a minute, but yeah. let just just calm the fuck. Go get a go to the toilet. Just chill yeah, out. You need a drink. Anyway, so I'm doing that, and at the end of uh, during one of these nights, this dude comes and he throws a ten dollar note on the stage and it's like oh that's awesome you know like i'm not playing for tips i'm actually being paid pretty well to do this but that's really cool thank yeah. you thanks we did use that and i did need that we do i needed that that's very handy i needed the 10 bucks like milks and stuff so then at the end of the gig he comes up and he goes i've been playing guitar for 65 years and i know talent when i see it and you've got some fucking talent <laughs> i love your voices <laughs> And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Can we call him Gaz? Uh, he's, it's pretty close to his name, but okay. we'll call him Gaz. <laughs> yeah. This person's name has been changed to protect their identity, but even though I'm going to say about. exactly where they work. But Don't say exactly where they work. I, <laughs> I don't know if there's many other pubs in Malang. <laughs> there's got to be like six on the main street. It's Malang. Maybe. It's country town. Sure. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Gaz from Malang. When I got there, it was dark and it seemed like it was literally the only building in the entire place. I was like, does anybody even live here? What is this building doing here? <sighs> it's just this building and some boats. <laughs> That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, boats? I don't know boats. I know fucking... T- I've been playing guitar for 60, for 60 years and I, when I see talent, I know talent and you've got some talent. And I've got... I've got a venue up in Malang and I want you to come and play. And like I said, I'm at the stage in my career where they're like, hey, I've got a venue. I'll pay you whatever what, you want. What do you charge? I say this much and they say, all right, I'll pay it. And I go, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. 
And so I I go. I'm so glad I got gastro this day, by the way. I should have. Yeah, you're really lucky because he, I was like. like, a gift from God. I was like, it's this much plus travel. And he was like, I've got a room upstairs. You can stay and I'll feed you sort of thing. Um, less the, the travel. Menu. And I was we like, okay. We've decided we will never play at Country Towns if we've seen the menu first and it's got burnt garlic bread on it. It wasn't even garlic bread. I didn't know what that was. And the schnitzel was burnt too. Yeah. On the picture. So that was clue number one that like, uh, uh. you know, but I, I don't want to be judgy because mm-hmm. what did I say to you? I was like, that food looks like shit, but maybe it tastes, tastes really good. good. Maybe it tastes great, you know? Uh, not everything's about presentation. You know, I, I just recently recorded drums in a recording studio that looks... On the outside, like a shed. It looks... Yeah, it doesn't even look... Yeah. I didn't even know it was there. It looks like we're all about to buy drugs. It did. Yeah. With the kids. Mm-hmm. They loved it. <laughs> the drugs. They love drugs. They love... They love Our them. kids. Yeah. They love it. Love it. Ah. Anyway. Shelving them. Um, so that was clue number one, that... Um, if you're if you're happy to advertise your burnt food, that should have been Not one burnt. indication. And that wasn't the first sign. The second sign was, so we exchanged numbers at the end of my gig at the highway. He's like, I'll call you, we'll arrange a gig. Then he calls me, comes to me with a date, gives me the date. I'm available. He wants me to send him a gig poster. So I well, what's your email? He's like, start spelling it out. And it ha- one of the letters in the name of the email has the letter C in it. He's like, C for can't. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Hmm. On you, Gaz. Hey, mm, friend. Okay. Cool. And oh, I there's just... only one pub in my lane. <laughs> we are so sorry. Yeah. So then that goes over my head and I'm like, okay. Yep. Uh, we love swearing too. The other warning sign was he's like, I've got all of me own equipment. You won't even need to bring anything. Just bring a guitar and whatever, whatever you're gonna play through. You won't need to bring nothing. I've got everything. I've got, I've got the PA. I've got the speakers. I've got me, me, me. You're like sick. Like, bring okay. it anyway. <laughs> okay, so I bring all my own stuff anyway because I'm like, I don't know what your shit's like. I'm a musician. I, I see, know this. I, I, if, I, your food's burnt. So what's your gear like? Anyway, they don't all have... I'm not that special. It doesn't have to be that great. If you, were, if you were so special, you'd be playing at mine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right? So then we go down there and I rock up. And one... Okay. At first, one thing impresses me. There's actually a stage. So many of the places I play, I, I hate playing on the floor. Mainly because, like, I do get people going. Drinks. Drinks and stuff. I do get people going. People do crowd around me. And then they step on my shit and they spill beer on my stuff. Yep. And it's like... It's expensive. It's a a thousand bucks a unit sort of thing. We don't have money to cover that. And they have shit warranty. And Because they know what happens at gigs. I'm also at the stage in my career where, like, even though I spend good money on stuff, I'm still buying it in the the career level of um, 
like if that shit gets broken this this company ain't fixing you and guess what sometimes it'll just break on its own um and you can go on a forum and you'll find out that like oh turns out this happened to everyone's and um they kind of just got told like good luck with that um so like don't break my gear so don't break my gear so i was impressed there was a stage there he had some nice speakers and whatever and uh and the pa thing was like okay um about the same sort of quality you would get in any sort of jam jam practice place yep. in adelaide so i'm setting up and uh it's a bit of a weird layout but that's okay you know We've done that like, before. That's, that's, that's fine you know We've played in plenty of corners yeah it was yeah it was a weird it was a kind of a weird layout where like i'm standing on a stage in a room facing a double sliding door and then outside of that room is the front bar where everybody is sort of thing uh and my parents come down and they're sort of like off to the side sitting on the side there anyway i set up and whatever and i like to i i like to have my gear hot because i like it to i like it to be loud what do you mean hot Hot as in like I, I like a good bit of gain mm-hmm. going through the PA because certain certain PAs and speaker systems, you have to get them to a certain volume level to actually get the yeah. a decent sound out of them. That doesn't mean you have to be loud as shit. It just means it has to be loud enough so that you can get a clear enough signal going through so you it. you just play it a regular sound. So that I can yeah. I can be more dynamic. I can pull back and whatever. And so it just means that when I sing quietly, you can hear what I'm doing. And if I want to sing loudly, I can back, I can back off a bit. And belt it. And belt out and whatever. So it just means that I've got a good dynamic range to play with. Uh, but also because... I'm at the stage in my career where I am, where I got to do the gigs that pay. It also means that I don't have crew. I don't have anybody that helps me with sand, sound. I have to do all of my own sound. I have to engineer and tech my own stuff. And so uh, it means that I'll sort of set things to a level that I think or whatever. But also when you're setting up in an empty room and sound checking in an empty room, as soon as people start coming in, it starts sucking in, sucking up a lot of the sound. So I can't really, especially in a room you've never been in before, you can't really preempt like what what's going to happen to your sound as the environment changes. Mm-hmm. So you sort of set it how it is sort of thing. And then you're kind of at the mercy of just what people say or watching what they're doing or watching what they're doing, you know? So if they're like, "Eh, whatever, if they're giving you these glances, like I would like, it's too much. So I feel like I start at like an okay level. Right. But Gaz, because it's his PA comes over and he's just like, let's turn you up. And just like systematically every five minutes, let's turn you up. Let's turn you up. And when what he doesn't realize is that he's he's like, oh, man, this you sound so good. Let's hear more of that. What he's actually doing is like, you sound so good. Let's make this environment completely uninhabitable for people. Because I'm deaf as I'm deaf as fuck and it doesn't hurt me. But how about we just completely empty this place out? (laughs) Yeah. 
to the point where like he just can't even hear like he had a nice system it sounded so good at the beginning and he might have even just like blown some of the tweeters or something in his speakers because the sound just deteriorated as as, oh. as the night went on like that is that intense that's how loud he was going it was just it's it started like this and then just mm. and i'm like and i just pegged this guy super early on i was like this guy this guy knows what he's doing even if he doesn't but he knows what he's doing and you're not going to tell him that he doesn't know what he's doing mm-hmm. all right just super fucking pushy um and And, but your favorite your least favorite thing in a venue is when they're like just turn it down i hate being told to turn it down in fact you do you will not do some gigs that are like just turn it down sometimes yeah so this was kind of like a lesson it was a a lesson for me as well (laughs) nah i think it was just like i think it was also just a like actually nah i'm trying to i'm trying to find an appropriate level that works so that i can actually build some sort of vibe here for you so that when i'm finished people are like man let's do that again yeah i'll come back back and do that again that's your job and in fact this dude had hyped me up to the locals and stuff that when I got there, people were coming up to me when I was setting up being like, oh, we heard about you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm really looking forward to whatever. And they sort of like poke, poke their head in and have a listen for a bit, but it's like too much. And then they leave sort of thing. And, and old mate Gaz is just like cranking it a bit more and cranking it a bit more and cranking it a bit more. And, it, and by this point already, I think I'm like three, only three or four songs in at, at this point into th- what's meant to be three hours. Wow. And I'm like, this is a train wreck. It's his train. Why didn't you stop and turn it down? Because he would have just come and turned it back up. Mm. It's his gear. I'm touching his stuff. And so my, I knew. It's a I, just, I, thing, I knew. Isn't it? I knew super early on that my choices are to let him destroy this, or to be in a constant argument about. Do you know what? I just don't care about this anymore. I don't care about this anymore. Do you want to destroy this? You destroy it. Mm-hmm. No worries. I'll keep playing because I'm here to earn my. I'll come. I'll come here and earn the feed money. Feed my family. But if you want to destroy this thing, like you're paying good money for this, if you want to destroy it, you go right ahead and destroy it, right? Yeah. So then, song four, right? And it's super uncomfortable. Sounds good where I am because. I'm a bit deaf too, so I kind of like it, but I know it's not appropriate. Um, And he's not turning me up, so I've got a fold back, so he's not turning that up. He's turning up the speakers at the front, and they're facing away from me. And so as he increases that, I can't really tell what's going on out there because it's still fine for me What's your parents' faces doing? Uh, How are your parents? How do they I don't know. They're not that deaf. My mum's in the chat. How 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 was that? How was the sound for you? Mum says it was ridiculously loud, (laughs) right? Susie Holton, ladies and gentlemen, that's me, mum. Come on, mum. And my my mum. She puts up with a lot of sound. Dude, my mum. When 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 I was a teenage kid, my mum would like drive around with me, and she let me crank Opeth, and she's like, "I like this," and I'm like, "This one's called called Demon of the Fall." <laughs> Kill your mum. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like Jesus. Okay, so then song four comes up, and then some dude. Old old mate Mullet comes up, different old mate, and he's like, just a quarter, just drop it back a quarter. And I say to this guy, and I feel bad for him because I think he thought that like 
I was like doing this egoic thing of like, nah, man, this is where it's at. I'm not turning it down. I just said to him, I was like, hey, man, if I turn it down, old mate over here is going to come and turn it right back up again. So do I listen to him or do I listen to you? And he's, and then this guy gets frustrated and he's like, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to help you out with your loop. I'm trying to help you out with your loop pedal. Turn it down. <laughs> and he walks out. Oh, let's call him Daryl. Right. And then. Poor Daryl. Right. Like he's old mate Gaz. I guess he's not completely ignorant because he's realized something's going wrong. So he comes up to me and there's this weird vibe, this weird look in his face. And he's like, just take, just take a break. Sort of thing, and I'm like, oh, he thought you were grumpy. That's I don't why know. you need to take a break. I don't know if he, I don't know, or or yeah, I don't know. So he's like, just take a break. No, that that's not why he wanted me to take a break. I'll tell you why he wanted me to take a break in a minute. It's the fun part. Because th- this isn't even the best bit. I hope you do all of the bits, though. I think you do the singing and the songs. I want you to really get into the character of this, and I want you to do exactly what happened. Yeah. Just so, because I was so enthralled by this like, while he's I was like, dying. He's like, take a break. I'm like, I don't take breaks. Yeah, I'm fucking sick. He's like, ah. And I knew. There there it was. I made a mistake. I made the mistake of that, that, that anything that this guy could say would be wrong. Mm-hmm. That was a big mistake. <laughs> I don't take breaks. Oh, no. You can't work for me and not take breaks. He's doing this whole, like, I'm looking after you. I'm looking after you. And I'm like, you're destroying me. <laughs> Crushing You're destroying myself. me, man. You're destroying me. You make me want my mum. <laughs> and she's right there. And she's right and here. I and I actually can't, can't get close to her. to her because she's literally being forced against the wall by the particles sound. of air reverberating through people it's like the fucking gravitron there's some like there's people like the feet aren't even touching the ground they were like 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 felt puppets on a on a fucking felt wall swearing too much can't share this episode now no one's gonna share this now have you heard any of joe rogan's podcasts yeah they swear a lot i think they get shared a bit hmm Mm. Maybe uh, we shouldn't care. If you don't want to share this episode with your friends because you don't want to hear them, hear the, them to hear the profanity, I don't think you like this show. <laughs> Maybe you don't like this. Yeah. Okay. Don't watch it. <laughs> anyway, so. But please stay. We love you. So he gets me to take a break, which isn't a break. What take a break means is. So could you please do, you come off the stage. I come off the stage. I'm on the stage. To the right of the stage is the table where my mum and dad are sitting. And I didn't come. You didn't one. come. So you wanted to hang out with your mum and dad. When so you I thought break. I'd sit down and chat with my mum and dad. Hadn't seen for a bit. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe process some of the trauma that I've just been, have just been going through. You know? Yeah. Have a laugh about it. Yeah. It's not so bad, bub. Don't worry about it. She, that's what your mum was going to say. She was like, it's not, it's not, it wasn't that bad. Don't worry. It's okay. You can keep going. That's what she, your mum was going to say. And your dad was like, yeah, don't worry. It's going to mm-hmm. be all right. Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't, was it? What take a break meant was you stop performing. And what I'll do is I'll come over and perform to you. And this is where that part where it's like, you be shiny. He's shiny. But who are you to dull his light? 
So then we start the whole. I've been, I've been doing, I've been such, I've been a such and such for sixty years. Yeah, you threw out all the names, didn't you? You know, um, and uh, and and oh, I've jammed with Chris Finnan, and I thought he was kidding. He goes, I'm in a, I'm in a band with my brothers, and I'm the lead bass player. Is there a lead bass player in any band? Nah, not unless you're in Yes. I don't know that band. Right. If you're basically. Isn't there only one I, bass player I, in the band? I thought he was like, that. that's a it's a common musician joke, the lead bass player, because oh. you don't want, like, you like there's a difference between, like, here, here's a bass solo, like, do some shredding on the bass. Here's your moment. But nobody wants or needs a lead bass player. Because you have lead guitarists for that. You're in the rhythm section. You're in the rhythm section. I didn't know this. Right? Maybe he doesn't know this either. But if he was playing with Chris Finn, and then maybe he should know. So it doesn't. Um, well, say so that. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. Chris Lyon uh, is in the chat, and he uh, is bass. an incredible musician. I've done a, um, a handful of songs with him. I've got another uh, Paramore cover coming out with him soon. <laughs> Daryl. And uh, That's right. can we do the Daryl impression again? I like that one. Daryl. Anyway, so I'm a lead bass player. And I laughed at him because I thought he was joking, but he wasn't joking. You set the tone right there, didn't you? Yeah. And so he's talking about like, oh, I played with, when, I, when I played with Chris Finnan, you know, sometimes he tells me. I can't do that voice for too long because nah. it actually hurts. When I played with Chris Finnan, sometimes he tells me, you know, just, just <coughs> not so. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. <coughs> it's too much. Just not so busy. Don't be, don't, don't be, maybe, maybe just be a little bit less busy sort of thing. Chris Finden is a, is South Australian and Australian to a Isn't degree. is he an international, like, blues Womad. player? Womad. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like just a very well-established, well-respected, well-rounded, super talented, super old now. Not super old. Sorry, nice. Chris. He's, kind of... He's pretty old. He's deaf and blind, all right? I don't know about that. Yeah. Legit. He's like the modern which only day makes him, house. Which only makes him even more impressive because the dude shreds. It doesn't matter whether he's playing by himself on a dobro or like with a band on a telly or whatever. The dude shreds. He doesn't... He, he's great with a band. He doesn't need a band. Chris Finnan... Chris Finnan is music it's like like he's he's like the south australian spirit of i think he might actually already be dead i think I he's the spirit he of music he is not no 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 like he's he we see him around the place but i think that's a ghost i think he's actually <laughs> yeah. the spirit of music yeah. he's like the ghost of music past of south australian music past. He's, he's the ghost of music past present and future oh bless right bless his cotton socks and so chris vinnan's like hey maybe settle down a bit on the lead bass playing. Um, I think what he was trying to do in a gentle way was saying is, is that sounds fucking horrible. Please stop. I'm being polite. Stop doing that. And he's like, check out Chris Finnan, man. Uh, uh, Chris is like, who's Chris Finnan? Chris Finnan, he's like, an, he's, a, he's an Australian guitar God type. Google Chris Finnan, South Australia. Check him out. He's got a DVD coming out really soon. Really? Yeah, with um, Michael Winter, my high school music teacher, who's how I got introduced to Chris Finnan. 
Um, and uh, he's like, oh. and this this story happened many times, was then retold many times, but not the same, not with Chris Finnan, just with every single other band. musician and band that this dude, that Gaz, has ever worked with, right? And it goes like this. Well, it's this is this is my thing. This is my stuff. And if you if if you want to do this stuff with me, then you've got to bloody do it the way that I do it because I know what I'm. I'm sixty years. Because sixty sound years I've been doing this. Too. I'm a sound engineer. And if you don't want to do it my way, then I'm then I'm gonna go. And I'm pretty sure Chris Finnan probably left after that. Pretty quickly. Um, he probably wasn't relying on the three hundred dollars that I we was relying on. We can't say that's true, but who knows? Chris anyway, Finnan's a very lovely, gentle guy. He probably he, he probably suffered through it and then just was like, never again. Which is what I did. Um, uh, and so then he's giving me a vocal lesson. So how did the vocal lesson begin? I actually don't know. All of this stuff just came and happened. And had you talked to your parents at all in this time? No, didn't have time. What? You didn't even... We're just, had you gone over just, to the table? We're just sitting there getting the gas experience. In the, and I'm in the back of my head, I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I allowing this to happen? Why am I... Oh, that's why. Because this... I, this I, I, want, money. I want 300 bucks. I need I need this three hundred bucks. Why am I Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I listening <laughs> to this? And then it just goes from one th- from this story to that story, and these fucking dickheads and that dickhead, and I was mixing this, I was mixing this band, and they just kept turning themselves up. And I'm not going to directly quote him, but he was talking about like oh, it was my equipment, and oh, they're bloody, I'm mixing it, and it just the guitarist turns himself up a bit, and the bass player turns himself. And this is a thing that happens, and and sound engineers do actually genuinely, and so they should get really annoyed at you do a sound check, you set a stage mix, uh, and then the musicians just like turn themselves up, and it's just like well, there was literally no point in do do us that? doing the check yeah. and whatever. If you want to hear. If you want to hear more, That's tell I mean. me and I'll put it through your fallback and you can hear more, you know, because you oh, are. So many things I'm learning about music today. This is not a wasted, entertaining story. I've learned a lot. Yeah, because what you're doing is is when you're just cranking your amp up on the stage, you are making it increasingly. The person that suffers the most is the drummer. The drummer always either never has their own foldback or if they do get foldback, it's really shit. And they're just fully relying on the fact that there's kind of a balanced level of things on the stage. And as soon as people start like, I need to hear more. Of this and I need to hear more of that and this is my moment and then the drummer's just like I'm, I'm they're just I'm playing, just playing by memory play now yeah. they're not actually playing with anybody they're just playing and hoping that it's going well right and he's like he says to him I I went up to the stage and I said to him hey if you guys want to mix yourself no worries I'm out of here and they're like no 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 don't go like oh and I said to him, there's an N-word in the cooler box and it's you. He says that out loud. In front of you and your parents. In front of <laughs> And I'm like, it's, it's, I'm in a rural town. I'm not judging. But I, I, w- I wouldn't have said that. 
It's not what I would have said. It's really set the tone, this guy. Yeah. So then he's giving me a vocal lesson. But it's not really a vocal lesson. He's giving, he's just, I don't even know how it started. There's no segue to any of these things. He just starts serenading me and my parents. We have the chance to turn the pages over. Is he really singing like that? You look at that. You look at that. All right. You look at that. That's that's diaphragm. All right. That's diaphragm. You look at this. That's diaphragm. All right. Now, you do a bit of that. You know, you, you've, got, you've got a fantastic voice, but you do a bit of that falsetto stuff, and I don't fuck with that falsetto shit, and you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, start, So like, insulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling me what's, like, what's what's wrong with my performance. And I ain't got no problem being critiqued, but you better you better know what you're fucking talking about. If you're going to critique projected twins. If you're going to tell me, I know how to... I, I, I am not the guitar player that I wish I was. I am not the songwriter that I wish I was. I am not the drummer that I wish I was. I don't I know. You're not, a pretty sick drummer. I'm not. I'm good. You're a sick drummer. I'm a good guitarist. I'm a good drummer. I'm good at all these things. But I, I, there are things that I could learn and there are plenty of people around me that I could learn it from. But I fucking know how to sing, man. I know how to sing. I do. He just watched you do it. Yeah. Like, and he's singing that at me. He How many songs did he sing? Just one after the other. How long was your break? Other. Nanny, how long? Eter- how long and how many songs? Eternity. <laughs> Eternity. What was the song that finally had you? The voice. All right. Right. So, so by this point, I'm actually on my second break at this point. So he starts serenading me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And then I just kind of had enough in the first break and I'm like, cool, I'm going to get back up. All right. So I get it back up and I start playing again. And then after a little while, he comes over and he's like, time for another break. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm sitting down. Stop making this take so long. At this point, I'm starting to get it because the... The uh, th- there's a there's a level of politeness that people deserve, even if you're a bad singer. Even if you're shitty, yeah. Even if you're shit, there's a level of politeness. It's like, yeah, uh, uh, I'll I hear you sing a little you. bit, yeah. and I did not say anything that I didn't mean. I wasn't like, oh, that's really good, man, or, or whatever. I was just like, yeah. Like he would sing, and then he would stop singing, and at, and at some points I was literally just sitting there like this. Just staring him straight in the eyes. Were your I'm parents like, watching him at the same time? No, nah, I think my parents were watching me just being like, what's he going to do? <laughs> and so I'm just staring at him and then he'd finish singing and I would do nothing. And in, and instead of, and see, this is where your silence actually is Hurts a problem me. because I didn't, I'm like, well, I won't say anything because I don't want to encourage this, but. When you're dealing with somebody that has that level of delusion, your it's silence is encouragement. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't saying anything because I was just so dumbstruck with awe, right? And so I'd say nothing and he'd be like, that was fucking awesome sort of thing. And so by the second break, I'm starting to get pretty annoyed with this and he's singing John Farnham the voice at me. Your mum's favourite. Yeah, John Farnham. John Farnham. John Farnham is royalty in my blood. 
It is. Your your mum would still post him. John undies. John Farnham is the greatest singer in the country. Every time Maybe I- one of the greatest, probably one of, if not the greatest, most impressive singers in the world. He's so worshipped in your family home that every time you go to take a shit at your parents' house, you there look he at his is. Face. There he is. Busting out a note. Just in the hallway, just mm-hmm. waiting for you to finish. Mm-hmm. He's making the face you do when you push one He's out. Like, Yeah, he's there. So, like, John Farnham scares the shit out of me. You tried doing coronavirus. Yeah, I did. I didn't do a too bad job. But But you didn't nail it. But I didn't nail it, no. John Farnham scares the shit out of me. I do not attempt to sing John Farnham because it means too much to me. And I know if I haven't done it, I have not done it even close to a way that that is okay with me i'm not okay with that mm-hmm. i can sing a lot of stuff i haven't nailed john farnham you even do cardi b i was so mad at this point that he he gets to he gets to the pre-chorus of you're the Could voice you please sing how he sang the voice i just did we have oh, that's the chance to turn the pages over. Am I going to have to be? That's diaphragm. See that? That's diaphragm. All right. So I'm a bit annoyed. And I'm like, and I don't try to sing John Farnham. I don't. Right? No, and you would never do this. And I just bust out. Could you do it for us? No, I can't. Why? Because I'm not mad enough. I'm not mad enough. But I really just want you to sing to me. I do it so loud that as loud and as inappropriate as he got that PA, I was louder. In his face? In his face. And he literally jumped out of his boots. And he was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, yeah, and I do it again. And I, like, I see the soul shoot out of the top of his head and then, like, come back in and, like, wah wah you know, sort of thing. And I'm just like, fuck this. And I just get up and I play my last set. And then halfway through the last set, and I still, even, even me, because uh, I don't, I don't ever... This is... I don't ever try and put people in their place musically. I just don't... No, you don't. You're not very egoic, egoic about it. You'll tell me when my music sucks, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And you're very open to it these days. Yeah. But I don't, I don't put people in their place musically. I don't come down on people for not being as good as me. Because I don't want people to do that to me either. either. I don't want... Some, imagine if I met John Farnham... <laughs> And Gave him some tips. And he just was like, oh, fuck, you're, you are a piece of shit. That fucking, you know, like, whatever. Just because he's better than me. Like, that would be heartbreaking. And I, I bet the dude doesn't have it in him. Um, but, uh, but I've somehow, even, even me getting to this state that I don't usually get in where I'm like, do you want to hear the voice? Here's <laughs> <laughs> the voice. Yeah! And I'm like just roaring in his face like a lion. But I have never sung John Farnham like that in my life. If John Farnham was anywhere nearby, he'd be like, man, I remember when I could sing like that. Before all those darts. 
before I don't think Bunsy sings darts, but he's there's, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of menu log going on there. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. He does look a bit like an onion now. Um, <laughs> royalty. You said Barnsy. Fanzi. I've never got sung Fanzi. Yeah, I've never sung Fanzi that well in my life, and neither have many other people. And I don't even know if I could replicate it. I'd have to. You'd be triggered. You need to be triggered. Actually, maybe I need to be really grateful to this guy because I just got to remember that moment and then and, and then pull Body that out it out, and then I've got it. Yeah, it's um, like remembering a good trip. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and so I'm just like. I feel like I've been bullied. I haven't really been bullied, but I've just been subjected to someone's total ignorance, total inability to read the looks on our faces. Like we're trying to be nice to you, man. When you are embarrassing the shit out of yourself, what you are doing is so embarrassing for you. Nobody and, else. And while he's doing this to you, his staff are coming to ask him for help, right? Yeah. Oh my God. They're like, "Oh, this broke down," and he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "He he's like, I'm doing something sort of thing," and it's like, it's like "Do your job." <laughs> I'm here to do the job you asked me to do. You do your do your job. Run the bar. <laughs> run, run the, the bar. Fuck out of hotel, man. Just get the fuck out and run the bar. <laughs> um. And so during my last set, because it just like, of course it can't end there. Mm. During my last set, all of a sudden he starts, he goes somewhere and he comes back and he's got guitars and he's bringing guitars out and he's leaving up and up against the stage because he wants me to like try his guitars out mid set. Oh, why are you, why are you I'm having playing. Play? I'm playing on your guitar that you like. Yeah. I brought this. That's a lot better than what he's bringing me. A lot better. Not even just because your friends made it. Not even. Well, kind of because my friend made it. He makes, a really good he guitar makes, maker. He makes the best guitars. <laughs> they are the best. Um, I'm not allowed to say that, though. Uh, so then I get to the end of it. And all of this aside... Managed to like uh, at this point I'm like oh, fuck it and I set the vo- set the volume where I want it and it becomes an inhabitable space and I manage to bring people in from outside in your third set in my third set and people are dancing and singing and having a good time it's going well but for some reason that's the moment where he th- he thinks it's time to do guitar show and tell and so we get to the end of it did you play one of his guitars I'm packing up and he's like just just play this and i was like i just you know how my wife you, is you, vomiting you know when home. something goes too far and you know it's just like you just lose whatever 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 opportunity within yourself that you had to speak up just went by a long time ago you were a sexually abused child you know exactly what that's like yeah i know what it feels like yeah yeah you just like I should my get window's up, gone now i should get up and leave to two what? hours ago <laughs> Yeah. You know, but I've endured this now and, and, well, and, I'm just gonna stay and, and I'm just going to lay here and take it. And I feel like even though this is not the case, I feel like I'm a bit responsible for where I am right now. So I'm going <laughs> to yeah. sit in this. Yeah. The yeah. shame. Wow. Ah, the shame. Wow. Oh, my God. Is it my fault? Should <laughs> I tell? I won't tell. If, uh, should I tell anyone? Maybe they'll blame me. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, because then at the start I was like, why didn't you just... Say something, man. Mm. So, I guess the not end saying of the that's night. what I should have done. Anyone. So I'm like, give me your guitar. 
He's like, play it through that amp. He's got this shitty fucking old Marshall solid state piece of shit on the stage. And again, I don't pick on people's equipment, but I don't like you anymore, dude. So your things are now an extension of you. And you should have you, smashed you, it right Your stuff's there. shit. And so I, I, I plug it in. I play for it, play, play on it for 10 seconds. He's like, it's pretty good, isn't it? I'm like, eh, I like this pickup, but it's not, it, it doesn't sound very good. Um, and he's like, oh, and then he's fucking, then, then he's, then now he's got a guitar in his hand and he's, he's like, this is one of me originals. And he's like playing me a fucking song. And I'm just like packing up barely. I'm just like, there's no point engaging you because you are completely like, I, I'm not going to be the one to change you, man. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to be the one to change this. I can't fix this for you. That's why you don't speak up, right? That's that window of opportunity pass where you realize that doesn't matter what I say, you're going to continue doing this because you've been doing it for 65 years Mm -hmm, anyway. mm -hmm. And it is not your job to put him in his place necessarily. Yeah, because it's like either I can put up with this or, or I can put up with the 20-minute discussion that I have with you where you affirm to me, actually, now you're wrong, I'm really good. And you know what? We got our money's worth because it's been a really great podcast topic about politeness. So then uh, my parents, I'm like, quick, just grab whatever you can. Let's go to the car. Let's do it in one trip. Let's get all my stuff out of here and we load the stuff in the car. And I knew these types of gigs, they probably want to do you a cashy. They want to give you cash. I'm like, I didn't, my dad's like, Are you, uh, have you got your money? I'm like, I'm going to, I don't give, I don't give a shit. I'm going to invoice him. Let's just go. <laughs> and then like, just as I say that a four wheel drive goes this because we're like on an esplanade sort of riverbank thing so it's like a road it's like a main road that goes part like there's a main road there and then there's this river on the other side Mm. caravan parks or whatever and as i say that let's just get out of here this four-wheel drive towing a boat roars past doing like 200 k's and the boat on the back is going And me and my mum and dad are just like, what the hell? And I was like, that Your guy. Your mum says she couldn't look at him. That guy left as fast as I want to. That's, that's the manifestation of how quick I want to get the fuck out of here. Right. And so I'm in my car. I just get in. I just leave. I go up to old mate Mullet who told me to turn down. I'm like, thank you for trying to help, man. I understand. Like, I know what you're trying to do. That he's fucking deaf. And he's like, no. Yeah. He's like, and so we make up we, we make up because I didn't want him to think that I thought he, you know. Yeah, that was very nice of you. Yeah. yeah. So so we leave. So I leave, and I get about ten minutes up the road, and he's calling me, and I'm like, nah. I think he's calling me right now. Might be. Is that his number? Oh my god. Let's Let find me. out. Let me see that. I don't know. Could be. Good Lord. 459. Has that number been in my phone before? Recent. 459. That would be so funny if he's calling you right now. 459. Maybe he wants to apologize, man. I was going to answer a phone call actually on here because random dudes on um, Instagram keep calling. I was going to answer. My mum's like, I couldn't even look at him by the end. Yeah. Yeah, she said that they laughed and talked about it the entire way home and a little bit the next day. Yeah. 
because I, I was like, it's oh still my fresh God. now. Yeah. I was like, this oh my four God. Days ago. I was like, what were your parents doing? Like, if I was there with your mum and dad, we would have just been like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I should have just come there and shit all over him. So I went there. Which is, this is a, was a massive segue to like, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. Like I haven't been enjoying doing this podcast anymore. And the reason for that is, is that, and this was like, everything's a lesson. Yeah. And if something really frustrates you, it's because like, like you may be being frustrated by somebody that really needs to change. But the thing about it that's frustrating is highlighting something about you that you need to change. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I need to change is I got to stop being polite at my own detriment that doesn't mean be gonna, gonna get like screw you i'm getting mine but it just means that like like i went there to perform but i but the biggest performance that i did that night was pretending that i had any level of interest of what this guy was putting me through yep and so what should you have done um also i really need to be i don't know do you think that that's just one of those things where, like, there's nothing you could have done, you just had to sit in it and learn this lesson? I think so. I think yeah. it was one of those things where it was like, I've come all this way. I'm not in danger. Yeah. I could be putting myself... I don't know any of these people. They're all local. I, I If I piss this guy off, I don't know where it's going to go hmm. from there. I, this guy... This guy is not solid, you know? And so, like, I don't want to end up in some weird situation where I'm smashing my guitar that I love. We'll probably use his guitars that I love over some dude's head because he's trying to punch me because I told him what he needs to hear. Who? Where does... Can I pee first? Yeah. Wow, it's been an hour and a half. Uh-huh. But the, I like this. This is this is a good story. In the comments, let us know what should I have done? Did I do the right thing? Was there was was I right? Did I know something deep within myself that, that I was in a situation that there was really no good way out of and that I was there for the 300 bucks just grit, bear it, get the 300 bucks and then just never go there again. Like I really don't think I'm supposed to write this guy a letter and be like, hey, man, you know, just for future reference, um, I mean, I'm never coming there again. I never want to speak to you again. But maybe this can help you out. The other thing is as well is that I still, even after telling all of that, there's 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 something inside of me that is like, Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being a jerk. Maybe I'm, maybe I am being too egotistical. Maybe, maybe, maybe that guy did deserve my time. You know, like, I don't think so, but I don't know because in the same way that that guy has absolutely no idea about how ignorant he was to what was going on and what he was creating around him. 
I got to be open to the idea that within me is the same capacity to be that ignorant, you know? So like, I think that's probably the worst part about it is that even though I feel like the way I feel about this situation is justified, I don't know where, where I, in this situation I could be wrong. I don't think I am either, but I, it's nice to check. No. Which is what this, which I guess is what this dude wasn't doing. He just didn't check. He checked nothing. Yeah. So what do you do if like, you know, someone who's a bit of a shit singer and they like think they're sick? You know, when like they, I don't even they think go it's on just about that. Australian Idol. Like, like, what do you do? Because it's not just this is this was the most extreme version of it. It really was. But it's not the first time that I've been at someone's house and being getting ready to leave at ten, but then leave at fucking three a.m. because they want therapy. Yeah. And I'm too nice to be like, this is great that you're opening up to me, and I'm gl- I'm really glad that you feel safe to tell this to me, mm-hmm. and I actually genuinely am interested in people and I want to help people and I want to listen to people, but like you're not. And I guess this is where it's your own fault. People won't respect your time. If you don't respect, tell them how to, you know, like if, if, if you want people to be like, I probably shouldn't hold them up with, with, with my singing, with my singing or this, story that I've actually already told them about a really upsetting thing that their stepmother said to them once. Um, but, uh, but I'm still there. So I'm allowing this to keep going, you know, like this isn't the first time I've been here. This is just the most just out of this world. Like what the fuck is happening version of it. And I think it was just there for me to go like, just leave when you want to leave. What are you like? I didn't do that guy any favors. And so many of us, so many of us will sit and suffer through that shit. I do it. I've done it in the past, real bad. Not just trauma stuff, but like just little things. And you do, and it builds up and it builds up. And then before you know it, you're sitting through someone literally singing songs at you mm. when you didn't ask. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like that, that's probably, if, it, if that was worse than someone just coming up and talking to you. I like, I like to talk to people. <laughs> I do. It's like the weirdest form of communicating. Like, I get it. If we were cavemen, it'd make a lot more sense. The tricky thing as well, though, is like, because when you get as frustrated as I got about it, you got to be cautious not to get into this like, well, I'm going to fucking get them before they get me then. You know, it's my it's turn. It's not about vengeance. You know? It shouldn't be about... Well, not, not, not them specifically, but like, I'm not going to let another person do this to me, but then end up doing that to another person. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's a very fine line mm. because maybe that's him. He's had an experience where someone's done it at him where he's felt like someone tried to dull his little life. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, it's, uh, it, it, he's a result of the, the guy. Else. The guy, he, he, there's no way that the guy's pathology wouldn't have developed to that point if he wasn't insecure enough to think that he really had to prove something that much. Yeah. You know, like he doubled down on it. Yeah. You know, like he was, he was, he's, 
when people when people do that they are f- they are trying to force the world around them into a particular state of thought or being yeah. or opinion or so, or whatever you know like he's so terrified to find out that he's a terrible musician that he doesn't allow the space for anyone. for that to even arise be said you know and so he just gets to just like steamroll this this perception that he wants that he's re- that he's got great gear and he's a great singer and blah 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 and he's he's like t- was like, he a good singer at all? Look, what he really wanted is he wanted to be my guy. You know, that's like, what you felt like you were. Being he, he really wanted to be my guy. He's, he wanted me to need him. He wanted me to look up to him. He wanted me to be like, you know what, this guy can take me under his wing. You know, he, he's gonna rise me to fame. And that is because I'm special. And because when you are special at something, again, like I said, if you're just joining us now, um, I said earlier, just because I'm special doesn't mean that I'm more important. Than anybody, I'm not better or more important than anybody, but I'm a special person. I do a special thing, and I do it in a special way. And, and we when all you, have it. And when you do that, people want to be involved with that. If you can sparkle, they want to be sparkly too. And sometimes they will fight too hard to get near that. Sparkle. And um, they just need to be handed their own little container of glitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I did. I was just as impolite to myself as he was to me. Yeah. You allowed you allowed his behavior to set the tone for how you treated yourself that night. Hmm. Yeah. And the next day you were intense. Yeah. You had a really rough morning. Yeah. 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 You were manic about it. Well, I was locked up. You were. It was really before. it was interesting. I was like, "Whoa." And then you got gastro. <laughs> then I got sick. <laughs> Then you shit the bed. Yeah, yeah, I did. I he shit actually the bed. shit the bed. I was like, Dimu. The following night, I shit the I bed. I was like, I went through all of that. I did not shit the bed one time. That's I could have. That, that's because that guy was so full of shit that he filled me with it. Yep. And so now we have a new rule. If you get players to play a country gig, we check the menu first. Yes. And if the menu has burnt food on it, we're not going. If your toast is burnt, then I'm out. Yeah, that's our rule. Family rules, yo. Mm-hmm. So how are you feeling about it now? And what are you? What is? What is your takeaway on how you're going to be not necessarily rude, but less polite in the face of other people's shitty behaviour? I'm not. I am. I just. I just. I guess. Because you did it with me yesterday. You got to be careful when you make affirmations for yourself that you that you don't have the words like not or whatever Never. in there. You can't accidentally focus on the specific thing you don't want to happen. You got to more so focus on the thing that you, you do, do. want to happen. So, um, so I think what it is is the initial thought is I am not going to throw myself under the bus to be polite for people that have that are not giving me com- being completely yeah. ignorant to themselves i'm not going to subject myself to that out of politeness because that's actually a horrible thing to do to yourself so i think what that then turns into is like i value my time and myself i value my yeah i, I value my integrity i like it yeah it starts strong mm-hmm. and so in terms of because this all came out of talking about how like we ha- I haven't really been massively enjoying doing this show. Yeah. Is because I have been trying to, and I 
will probably fall in this hole again. I don't know because this is the loop that I do where I um, I will... Am I keeping you awake? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm don't kidding. make me cry. Am I, am I being gazed right now? Am I gazzing you? You're not gazzing me at all. I'm okay. very hormonal. Okay. I don't know if you noticed at the start of the podcast, I quite cried a few yeah, times. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not attacking don't you. Attack I'm like, me, no, I'm not, I'm not attacking you. I'm not attacking <gasps> you. I'm just making you sure. Me? I'm just making sure you're not being polite to me when you shouldn't have to be. No, I'm really... I've enjoyed this. Yeah. I actually really have. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what that has, that night has informed the way that I feel about everything that I do. And I'm, t- and I, I'm, I'm tired of and will no longer dull myself because I'm worried that the person that I am will make other people feel like they can't do what I do. And guess what? Some of them can't. Most of them can't. And that's not my fault. And I shouldn't dull I shouldn't dull my skills and my ability or not dull my skills. I don't dull my skills and my ability. When I, when I do what I do, I do it a hundred percent, but I am not going to feel bad about sharing what I do because that's egotistical. It's egotistical to share something that you're good at because I've seen now firsthand the, 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 the fucking egoic bullshit of somebody sharing something too proudly that like, it's not there. It's not there. What you're sharing and the and the energy in which you are sharing it with is it doesn't match up. Yeah. Your vibration is not matching. And I'm like, I'm just I'm just not holding back anymore. And I think I feel the same way about this show. I feel like I've been a little bitch on here. Um, and I'm just like constantly I'm tired of feeling like the person that I naturally am is an insult to people. And that's not actually that's something how I that, feel about that, myself. that other people have done. That's, that's what society has done to me it is you're, you're not allowed. Like we're just, I think particularly in Australia, I don't know about other countries and maybe even more Probably. specifically here in Adelaide that like, oh, look at them. Yeah, it's like whenever, even like in the, um, I'm not a musician, but I'm on the Adelaide Music Group page. Oh my God. There's so many people willing to fucking shit on Adelaide and the musicians here. And I'm just like, why can't you just shine a little bit? Like, there's a bunch of really amazing, like, musicians here. Mm -hmm. And you can see them. Mm -hmm. Let them. Mm -hmm. But everyone else thinks that if you're good at something, it takes away from me. Yeah. And that's not how the world works. Just because someone has more money than you, it's not taking away from you. Mm -hmm. Just because someone has a job doesn't take a job away from you. Yeah. Go and fucking get your own. It's the Adelaide Musicians support page. Yeah. Right? Supporting Adelaide musicians of all different levels and whatever. There was a post in there the other day saying that the sun's out, bitches. Go and hang up your washing. Yeah, I know that, but that was that was that was a bit tongue in cheek, and that was off the back of some other stuff. But there was just some weird, petty, bickery bullshit in there. When I was um, when I was uh, doing work experience in a recording studio, there was this guy called Danny Bryan. I talked to him about him in my story the other day. And I did work experience with him and he allowed me to then spend pretty much the next two, three years, any spare moment that I had, I would get like uh, three buses and a train to his studio on the other side of town. And he would let me work. He would produce all of my original songs and stuff for me and whatever. And he was saying that because uh, he's performed with like John Swan. He was in a band called Spy vs. Spy and they're really big in Brazil and stuff and whatever. And 
Yeah. Good comic. And, uh, and he game. was saying that like the worst, the worst, most cutthroat. He's saying the musicians and artists that are starting out really nice and supportive. Musicians at the top really hmm. nice and supportive. The ones in the middle are cutthroat. Yeah. Because they're, they're bitter fighting. and they feel stuck and trapped where they are and they get this this fucking and it's all fed amongst each other because they're all like desperately networking like and they're group. pretending like they're supporting each other yeah. but they're actually trying to outdo each other and anybody that like gets any opportunity or whatever is like not like oh good for you if you can then I can it's like oh man they stole something from me yeah and so it's a mentality. Because I put that massive post in there the other week where I was talking about like, hey. Backing yourself. My, this this is me. I'm just putting it out there because if you don't, if you don't put it out there, you, you, you never know who's watching, listening, whatever. But my career is getting to a point where like it keeps going and elevating and I keep doing better and I keep you getting better opportunities. Things. But as this is happening, it's getting harder for me to maintain all of the marketing and to like develop relationships that go to these next stages. And I'm like, I would love some help, some, some sort of management, some sort of like help with distribution, um, maybe some, some help with public publishing or something funding to make physical copies and whatever because the 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 reason that I don't press CDs isn't because people don't buy them it's because I can't afford to make them in the first place whenever I press uh, whenever I whenever I make physical whenever I uh, produce physicals they sell out they sell out like within a month like I can't I we don't can't make the, have we the don't money have to produce the amount of stuff uh, and the, That's why we don't have merch. And the profits that come off of them. And also, it just means that, like, I'm not... Uh, that also potentially means that, like, I'm not good enough at that business, at that element of the business because not I'm not good enough to be able to, even though I can't produce enough of these things for the demand, I'm not good enough to sell them all out and then have the profits from those things because I got, I got to live off this money as well. Yeah. Like we don't have a lot of money. Um, so the, the, the success and the money that comes from selling out these things is not then enough for me to reproduce them. And so I need help. And so this, uh, a few people, People were like, oh, you know, one one guy was like, oh, good luck. I try to do the same thing. Nobody bloody said nothing to me, blah, blah, blah. I've been playing guitar for 60 years. Fucking <laughs> guess. And then some other woman comes on there and she's not a musician. She's just a, she's just a fan of Adelaide music. She's like, well, first step would be to get out of Adelaide. <laughs> it's like Billie Eilish doesn't live in Adelaide. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why? Adelaide's got one of the best Which and is- most prominent original music scenes in the country, and- which has been affirmed to me from people in other states states that have moved here that told me that they were intimidated to come here because there's a great there's a great level of musicianship and, and artistry here and adelaide just got voted uh by the world as the third most livable city on the planet mm-hmm. i think we'll stay here thanks we've also got really nice beaches but and yeah, forests adelaide hates itself because for some reason for some reason there's this weird fucking thing here you know where like people is? just don't want anybody else to do well it's, it's so strange it's because adelaide is tiny right so people know people everyone knows everyone and when your behavior just like when you have kids is reflected back at you you run away from it instead of facing it and just accepting it and so a lot of people i know run away from adelaide because it's shitty people shitty 
people aren't shit here. Your behaviour was shit and that was reflected back at you in the behaviours of other people and therefore it's a feedback loop. And the same thing goes when you have that kind of mentality about what you can do in Mm -hmm. Adelaide. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's not where you live is not a limitation to what you can do mm. unless you live in like a third world country and you don't have any food. So, mm-hmm. but we're in Adelaide. Yeah. Girl set. So I think in terms of like how to integrate all that, it's like just be unforgivably yourself. And if people, if that hurts people, someone, and they don't want to be subjected to you in the same way that I don't want to be subjected to gas then they can just let you go. Yeah, you don't even have to say anything. Right? And the proof is in the pudding. So if five years from now it turns out that nobody wants to talk to me, then I know that like maybe I've maybe 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 I'm maybe I've I've done some wrong then. Yeah. Maybe maybe the way I at me just being me and people can take it or leave it and if it turns out that everybody else leaves it then I guess I've got some work to do. But if it's like if it's like two in ten are like I hate it when that guy succeeds, pisses me off, makes me hate him. <laughs> Then go. that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your what's your turnover rate? You know. Yeah, and so far we're not very well hated. You're not. Mm. How are you feeling now? It was almost two hours. Yeah. Do you feel good? It feels like if it feels like I actually enjoyed doing this because I wasn't scared to say what I think because I'm so worried that like one one person out of however many potential millions of people that could come across this are going to decide that he's not the guy for me anymore. You know, I saw an awesome. I hope that we're not the guys for you because that means that you've got some work to do. Maybe. Oh, you might. That's just putting not ourselves like us. on a bit of a pedestal, but. We're kind of cool. You took me off my pedestal. <laughs> Stop um, kicking me off my pedestal. The thing that helped me as well is John Mayer had a song come out recently. And I've only I've only seen people saying great things about it, but John Mayer cops a lot of flack from jealous cunts. And um, someone shared a meme where that was like me shitting on John Mayer, uh, me shitting on John Mayer, me shitting on John Mayer. It was just like different images of them like um, – Spraying like champagne on their face with this like uh, look on their faces yeah, like me shitting on John Mayer here, 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 me shitting on John Mayer, and then it was like John Mayer, and it zooms out and it's like first, like first, second, third, and John Mayer staying on first place, <laughs> just like fine, and the me shitting on John Mayer dude is like in third Still place, doing the same like, thing, just like having the worst time. Yeah, and I was like, that's cool. So I think the moral of this story is don't be afraid to shine a little bit shiny if you're shiny in certain areas or even if you're not. And to a degree, if you're doing something right, people will hate you for it. And so to a degree, you've got to see some of that hate as a sign of the fact that you've actually done well. If you do something well, people will shit on you for it. And so you can actually revel in their disdain for you. The discomfort, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had an exp- I experienced that recently. Yeah. Mm. Well, how's everyone feeling after that? Are you still here? <laughs> I realized I didn't even share this podcast on that. I did. Did you? Yeah. I didn't. I was on the board. But it is mate. card time. It is card reading time. Um, I am a little sweaty and anxious. Um, 
I am, however, feeling in the right frame of mind to do card readings, um, however brief they might be. Um, you can contact me for other card readings over on Instagram, antonika.mascaria. I'm there all the time. I actually love Instagram. I like sharing um, little snippets of my life there. I, I don't know why. Like, I don't get my, much into, like, I don't get a whole lot of stuff back from people, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly it's creepy, weird men. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like doing it for some reason because I, I, get, I, I will get a message or, a, like, a comment every now and then of someone just being like, thanks so much for talking about this crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I keep doing it. So if you want card readings or you just want to hang out with me in my daily life where I procrastinate a lot, I plan events for the Australian Psychedelic Society. I what else do I do? I don't know. Homeschool my kids. Be sexy. Be sexy on there sometimes. Um, sometimes she be sexy. Yeah, I did actually say that I was going to talk about my high school experiences on here today, and I didn't Ooh, speak about that at all. We'll get to that. That'll be a good one for next time. Well, some of those people who impacted that probably have listened and watched this podcast before so that'll be fun fun time for them yeah yeah why not that might be the who knows one of the last times we hear from them (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway stay tuned next monday for uh how actually traumatic high school was for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i only realized this kind of last night i've always knew it was hard but i just didn't quite combine them all anyway let's do some I might just quickly share it and say that we're doing card readings real quickly, if no one minds. All like right. It's my podcast and I'll do what I want. Mm-hmm. It's my podcast and I'll poo if I, I want, want to. to. Damn. All right. So here's how it works. So some of you guys are not listening live. Actually, majority of you are not listening to this live. So. Uh, Don't worry, we're not going to forget you. The first card reading that we're going to be doing is for you. We call this segment It's Not Magic because... It's not. Well, Well, I've been getting pretty magic these days. There's no such thing as magic, but the universe happens to be magic. So uh, if you you think it's magic, then I guess it is. And if you don't, then guess what? It's if you're like, those things have been have been developed in a way where they they they're 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 they're, they're specifically able to trigger anything um, that uh, it's like a cold reading, you know, like the John Edwards thing, you know, like people came there to talk about a specific thing and um, then he tricked them into talking about that thing and then I guess they got what they wanted, didn't yeah. they? So it's not magic. These cards are merely triggers to the your unconscious. Mm-hmm. And if you are in our live chat, please put a heart emoji into the chat and we will give you a reading. But mm-hmm. first up, here is a reading for you. I'm just doing the one. Listening I'm... now. You are. You. It's just one. All right, because I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) But this is very appropriate to what we've been speaking about. So this is all about the home home front. Um, And when I say home front, I mean like who you are as yourself. Home is not necessarily... One of the things I'm learning very quickly over particularly the last two, three weeks, I've been going through a lot of changes. I've quit a lot of substances that I quite enjoyed. And (laughs) I have realized many things about myself and this fits today and that experience so this is like a endings card we are removing our masks 
for those of you at home. And so this is a lady. She is, has been wearing one of those masks and it's got like, it looks like a fox mask and she's taking it off because what's the fucking point? Wearing a mask to make other people comfortable. Isn't that isn't, interesting? Yeah. We don't need to wear masks to make other people comfortable. Um, I've realised that I personally have altered things about myself and my behaviours. Well, that's interesting. Out. Yeah. Um, in order to make other people, my family, my friends, myself, because fitting in my whole life has been really, really difficult for me. Um, my entire schooling experience, my high school experience, my adult experience, I've, I've struggled the entire way to feel like I ever fit in. You've been trying to make people feel better about shit they haven't even apologised for. Yes. Even myself. Right. And so this is this thing that I've started to do where I'm like, actually, if I want to say this or I want to do this and I want to feel this and I want to skip and run along the banks of a fucking hill with an old lady's watching, I'm going to do it. So there's all these like little things that I'm realizing about myself at the age of 36 that I stop myself from doing because I want to be socially acceptable. But trying to be socially acceptable never worked for me anyway. Like, no matter how hard I tried, I still didn't fit. Because no one accepts everyone. Exactly. And so the problem I had was not accepting myself. Um, and that was ingrained and conditioned in me from a very young age that whatever I was was never going to be enough. Um, and so... If there are things about yourself that you just wish you could reveal, there's things that you just want to say, you just want to tell someone like, why, why, why am I feeling this way about you? Is there more to this? Is there more? Like just ask people and talk to them and converse with them and reveal your true little faces. I don't know. Hmm. I like it. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite poignant. It's called unmasking. It's a, it's a process. Mm-hmm. We all go through it. I'll have a card, please. You want one? Yeah. And then you have one, and then we'll do them for everybody else. Yours is great. Mm hmm <laughs> You got the two dudes who always look like the jack. Oh, off. yeah, they are jacking each other. All right, so this card is about your career. It's Mac and Jack. It's about instability. It's Gaz and you. It's you and Gaz. Okay, so this card, this card is about, like, aggression and hostility and confrontation and conflict in your career sort of thing and so you're sort of like you know what man i'm gonna talk about this i'm like i'm just gonna talk about it because what you did to me was not acceptable and you're gonna punch him in the face with your words and if he ever watches this and i hope he does he will apologize or at least reflect on that and change his behavior for next time i don't think he will personally but stranger things have happened man mm. so this is a confirmation card for you that like you did the right thing don't feel bad about that confrontation i i i actually don't regret don't any of it i needed all of that yeah you did. i needed that <sighs> thank you gaz oh we love you too samuel you big black eyes mm -hmm. with your pools of swirling goodness mm -hmm. All right, this one's for me. Because it took him 60 years to build the fella that was going to teach me that lesson, and I got to be uh, appreciative of that. He taught 60 you a lesson. Years. Yeah. Oh, Gaz. 
Let's all have a moment for Gaz. Mm-hmm. The biggest fuckwits are the greatest teachers. It's true. Got to love them. It's Got to appreciate them. We were up till like 2am talking about fuckwits. And the thing is, is that like, he's actually really a lovely guy. He's just not one I want to be around ever again. This is my card. Mm-hmm. The hero. Mm. This is in my passions. Mm-hmm. Why am I? Wa- why do I want to be the hero? Yeah, Who well, am I being the hero for? Who? It's me. Okay. This is very annoying. Like, and and because I have like I don't, I didn't I I finished uni for a year. It's been a full year since I went to uni, and I'm going back and I'm feeling hesitant about it, but not because I don't want to, just because I know it's going to be harder. Um, and then I'm like, you always ask me, what are you doing it for? What are you doing it for? What are you doing it for? I'm like, because I want to do it, because I know that I want to learn that stuff, because it spurs other things. Um, why do I work so hard on the APS stuff? Because I love it. Like I have to make sure that every time I'm do- the things that I am following are aligning with why I'm doing them before myself and no one else. The Abraham Hicks talks so much of like first before you eat, align yourself with yourself and no one else before you sleep. Why are you sleeping? Not for anyone else. It's for you. Why are you eating? It's for you. Why are you drinking? It's for you. Why are you? T- Whenever you do something that is like substances drinking too much eating too much you're not doing that for you that's you're doing that because other people did things that made you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that's uh, what i'm going to mm-hmm. anyway don't be other people's heroes all right yeah neeks because if you just naturally be your own hero people want to follow that fucking neeks all right and then all right brandon comes along Long. And like, I want to make sure, like really um, put this out there. Like I am not depressed. I am not um, mentally unstable at the moment. I'm actually like really solid and I've been feeling amazing. And I've been like, my parenting is great. I obviously can always be improved. I just feel really good and comfortable with the space and where my life is going and all the changes I'm making. Yeah, there's this misconception that there's this misconception that our emotional downfalls are something that we're doing wrong, yeah. but it's actually a lot of time it's just it's just something that you're actually just going to have to engage in. It's if you want it to go away, you're going to have to f- g- sit Look in and it. face those feelings. You can, if, uh, Otherwise, you're just putting them aside and they just come back and then they sing you another fucking song. And you're like, oh, and then you get confused. And so the thing that Abraham talks a lot about, and like I, I 100% follow her teachings. Like when she's, the things she says 100% land in the center of me. And so she's just like, you can never steer yourself wrong if you're following your inner light inner being any any as long as you're following what you lights you up inside it's always going to light everyone else up and you just can't waste any time not doing that because what happens is then you start following the lights of other people i'm doing this i'm going to university for my mom because i want her to be proud or whatever my parents were proud of me just for not dying you know like if they're surprised i'm still here um so you need to make sure that the things that you're aligning yourself with are true to your core because otherwise you get really confused. You get you get foggy. You're like, why am I drinking? Why am I eating? Why am I over this? Why am I fighting with people? And like my confrontations um, with people on the internet generally become from a, a place of wanting to prove myself mm. that you know and i don't know where that comes from which you've already done because really like the fact that you're not sleeping in a donation bin should be enough for your mum 
So I don't, I'm, I've never excelled to try and make other people proud. It's always been my own, my own, like I was trying to do things. I've always been trying to do things for myself because no one else seemed to give a fuck. And so I've, you got to make sure you're aligning with that. And the more I've come, like I've had a, so whilst I haven't been able to, sorry, Brandon, it's coming. While I have been um, always knowing that there was, I was going to do shit for myself, my mind and my body have been separated mm. because of trauma, because of like just constant crazy life stuff until I met you. Mm-hmm. Even after that was still crazy, you mm-hmm. know, like I was pregnant all the time and you were traveling and like just chaos. Just pregnant all the time. Oh, I was like a fucking elephant, man. When are you going to not be pregnant? Yeah, people were just, said? people were always waiting for me not to be pregnant. Um, and then you get pregnant and I'd have an abortions and oh, whew, that's another story. Did we do Brandon's card? Nah, I'm still doing uh. it. <laughs> anyway, I was talking about myself because yeah, no, I haven't had no, a turn good. yet. No, it's good. <laughs> Talk about um, yourself. Yeah. And so I, I've realized that I have spent a very long time tr- doing all these things for myself, right? And following these paths that light me up, like the psychedelics and the all my quirky interests that I like, and I'm doing these, but I was never truly sitting in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had this meditative experience where maybe other things were involved, where I sat on a hill and I let my my I just let myself take over. I just was like, um, take the driver's seat. You are the driver now. Mm-hmm. Little inner neeks. Drive as a bone. Yeah. Anyway, come on, Brandon. Let's do your card. All right. Ooh. I think we've lost the stream, but hey, they can find it. Oh, really? Hmm. hmm. Don't know. All right, Brandon. You have... Ooh, this is a good card for you, man. So you've got some fulfillment in your emotional... Uh, in your emotional, intellectual capabilities at the moment. Perhaps over the last week or so, you may have noticed a change in the way that maybe you're thinking or feeling about something that you would normally be engaging in anyway. But nothing particular has maybe changed other than the way that you're feeling about it. Maybe you're feeling more of a depth of emotion around something. Um, maybe you're not. Maybe you're blocking yourself off from that and maybe you need to go more. But I have a feeling that maybe for you in particular, nothing's changed, but you're feeling in a different way about that. And if you are, keep doing what you were doing with that because that's important for you. Who was next? I actually can't tell you. Oh, check on there. Um, I'll check. Yeah, can you check? Yeah, I'll check. Then they can go back and listen to it. Cool. So... Um, Gaz has some connections with the uh, NBN because our, our our stream appears to have been cut. Oh, video is no longer available. Yeah. What? That means they're going to have to come. So Neeks is just going to dive into the comments through our cellular data network. Oop, here we go. Okay, I can't scroll down more than it's allowing me to. Okay, so the next one is EJ, uh-huh. I think. Hey, Travis. I'm going to switch, switch over to Brittany. cellular data and see how I know how this that is goes. off topic for everyone else and no one maybe is following the story, but Brittany, I noticed that Travis has sold the purple car. Is this correct? Ooh. I've been following the purple car on Instagram. It's called like the purple getter or something. And I saw, I'm pretty sure it's you. But did he really sell the purple car? Is that you? Purple car. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? This car can't leave. <laughs> I was actually genuinely disappointed. You're reading for EJ? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's 
Brittany, we are, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right, EJ. EJ um, is doing her fundraiser again for her mouth operation. Yeah. The pets took the money that she had saved for that. Yeah. So if you have... That's not awesome. That's not awesome. It's not great. But look, it is what it is. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Um, and so if you can donate, EJ has a GoFundMe. Um, please share that EJ in the community for anyone who would like to donate. Now, devil's advocate. I love you, EJ. I support you. I want you to have what you need. But what assurance do we have that if people donate to you that your pets aren't going to get this money? Because sometimes it's more important to take care of ourselves before other things. And if we prioritize things other than ourselves, we will never prioritize ourselves. How are you going to look after your pets if, you've, if you're dead because of your mouth? Brutal. That's, that's, that's where he it, says that with love. That's where it goes. Because we love that's where you, it goes. EJ. But this isn't, this, isn't a, like, it, <laughs> this isn't a, EJ, you're the only person making this mistake problem. We do this. People on dialysis... Still smoke cigarettes. All they've got to do is take their dialysis medication. Uh, no, sorry. People that get um, new kidneys, all they got to do is because you got to take the hormones and whatever to make sure that your like body doesn't reject the kidneys, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so then pe- uh, the amount of, this is a fact, the amount of people that get kidney replacement from a donor that then end up with failed kidneys because they either made the same mistakes that made their kids kept look, drinking look sometimes you, you you're, you're, sometimes you're born, born with a thing and it just doesn't matter what you do and they just they, they just deteriorate and they're crap but some people end up with kidneys because they didn't look after themselves and then they get new kidneys and then they don't look after themselves or they actually it wasn't even their fault that the kidneys were bad and they get them replaced and all you got to do is you got to take these hormones to make sure that your body doesn't reject them and they end up back on dialysis but if they've got to give their pets fucking antibiotics They'll do you it best believe day. that they will run the course of that to the t yeah i remember us seeing that. that was on a podcast we we're watching wasn't it was it? in jordan peterson's um 12 rules for life yes that's where i read it yes people will take care of their pets before they take care of themselves and that's fucking crazy yeah. which seems like the honorable thing to do but you can't look after things if you are slowly deteriorating you can't it's true. Looking after things means that you're healthy. you got to be healthy if you want to look after this something is, else. So I had this moment, the, a good example of this, obviously very different because pets are not kids, but I have, because I was so highly anxious today, we listened to a brief meditation this morning and I thought that would be enough. Was not enough. Hopped out the shower and I was like, oh, I'm going to meditate. And then I was like, I shouldn't meditate. I don't want to meditate away from the kids. I actually want them to see me meditating. But then I was like, they're busy right now. Um, And then I had this guilt about meditating in my room alone. But You jerk. But then I, little inner niece went, if you are not well, they will not be well. That was literally it. Anyway, EJ, (laughs) this card is all about you. And your two selves. This is about you and your partnership with yourself and taking care of those two little red fiery selves inside yourself. So we will 100% support you getting what you need because we love you and we appreciate you. But you got to do that too. Yeah, man. You got to do that too. So 
there cannot be a physical body EJ if the emotional EJ is not healthy too. So we want we want the best for you and we want you to take this card on. I can mm-hmm. send you more about it afterwards, but it's about the duality between yourselves. The hair in between them is actually take woven it. together. The third eyes are open and they're looking at you being like, hey, bitch. <laughs> what you doing about this? <laughs> and, you know. Things pop up. We get it. One of our cats has got a severe skin problem. Mm-hmm. She's just going to lick herself to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yep. Who's next? Samuel. Samuel. All right. If you just joined us, we are at the tail end of our show, but we are doing free card readings. They're magic or not magic. That's your decision, all right? We're not going to fucking convince you of anything. Um, But if you would like a card reading, please put a heart emoji in the chat. Mm. Mm. Upgrades. Mm. All right. Samuel, this is about fulfillment of your relationship with yourself. As you can see, there's a lady on there and she's looking upwards. There's streams of light coming, flooding over her and her third eye is open. This card is about fulfillment of self. and you, having a spiritual golden shower. Yeah. Um, maybe you are seeking relationships with the external. Um, at this point in time, specifically for you this week, focus on you and your relationship with yourself and being fulfilled in that and nothing else. Hope that, hope that wasn't too mean. Everything I feel like comes out of my mouth feels harsh. Well, we're we're um, we have smashed the dam, so it's going to take a minute for us to orient the Beavers. this this sharpness because at the moment because we've been holding ourselves back for so long that now there's just this big flow of I'm really sorry if you don't like hearing this but uh, and you don't have to continue liking me for saying it but I gotta do me mm, I still like you anyway mm. alright Brittany Wee Brittany's been learning the same lesson <laughs> what's her name? Brittany Wee <laughs> Brittany you just removed a tire syllable from her last name did I? yeah it's Brittany Witty you went Brittany Wee Okay. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. another relationship Got my head card. stuck in the logo again. This is a relationship and family for you, Brittany. This is a little bit of instability, but, but. I'll show you her. So she's a lady of the water, and it's all about the relationships within your life. Um, maybe this week, spend more time feeling rather than trying to be logical about how you're feeling feel sit in the feelings of how you're feeling and be really fluid with them last night i was listening to um this podcast uh, 1666 with duncan trussell and joe rogan and think what you want of joe rogan i like him i think he's a well-balanced dude who talks about a lot of interesting things with a lot of important people there's nothing wrong with joe there's oh, nothing wrong with you there's a lot of people who think that it's, it's stupid i don't know anyway whatever you want to think so the Uh, Duncan was talking about this touch and go thing. Touch and go, like we touch and go with our feelings so often that we don't even sit with them because we use our thoughts to try and rationalize how we're thinking about things. Mm -hmm. And our thoughts aren't always accurate. Our thoughts aren't always ours. and And so sometimes the only thing we have is how we feel. 
It's the only thing that's ours is how we feel sometimes. Um, so for you this week, it's really important for you to sit and feel with yourself and be really fluid and like don't hang on to it. <laughs> what? It sounded like you said it's really important for you to sit and fiddle with yourself. <laughs> well... If that's what it takes. If that's what it takes, I think that's really important too. Sexual pleasure is important. And if that's in being fluid with yourself. And it feel good. Mm-mm, get yourself this. I've been playing with a yoni egg. The she whole lays time. eggs now. Mm-hmm. Figuratively well, this and literally. One's actually, I don't use this one. I use this one one time. Um, but I just like it. And they're fun to touch and hold and meditate on. And this they're was very your- warm at the end of the day. And this one was your manifestation one the other night when we were manifesting our new home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, who's next? Um, oh, yeah, we're doing a thing, aren't we? Yeah. Um, up next. Yes, thank you for putting that in there. Adam Birchmore. Um, I've had basically the same reading five times now. Yeah, Samuel. Sometimes that keeps happening because, well, you're not listening. So um, I did a few, I've done readings. I did a few readings the other week for some people and they said the same thing. They was like, I, this is actually the second or third reading some of them had had and it had said the same thing. And I was like, well, then why aren't you listening? It's like going to a counsellor and telling the counsellor the same story over and over and over again and then changing counsellors when they're not giving you the answers you want. When they're not telling you that you don't have to be any different. Yeah. So. I'll do it. I ain't exempt from none of this bullshit. Like, you think you want to change your life by being the same? <laughs> Just asking different people opinions? Nah. No. <laughs> Adam, much more. Much more. Aren't you at work, Adam? Much more. We miss you. It feels weird not seeing Adam, though. I'm like, I feel like I haven't been in your space. Adam's always in our space. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Adam. I love that. I think somebody asked the other week where Adam went and we didn't get to answer it because we were having really shitty time with the live stream last week. Mm, He Um, died. He's actually here in spirit. (laughs) Um, Adam just just needed to do his own thing and it's a long drive here and like this doesn't make any money and we can't pay him and... um, We're not organised. We're not organised and and, um, I wouldn't have driven all that way to keep doing that either. I don't even think it was about that, Fad. No, no, no. I don't even think it's necessarily about that. Um, it was just like, it just he just needed to do his own thing. And so he's, that's what he's doing. All right, Adam. So <laughs> I, I already know how you have been feeling on the inside. So sometimes when I read for people I know and I know what's going on in their lives, I feel like I'm sort of cheating. I know that that's not because it means I can give deeper, a deeper in... Um, or you're projecting. Or I'm projecting, that's right. So this is like, counts. it's like counselling your friends, you know. They're never really going to listen because you're their friend. It's like getting advice from your mum. I love you. Mm-hmm. My mum says I'm cool. Mm-hmm. My mum will be proud of me no matter what, you know. Yeah. Anyway, Adam, you have the lost card. Um, I'm going to pull you a second one on this because I know that that's not all there is. So I know that you have been feeling a little lost and a little confused about certain relationships going on around you. Perhaps it's because there is a lot of going internal going on in yourself. And the this card actually is not as sad as it looks. She's sort of like cocooned into herself. But there's sunbeams coming through the water, right? So it's a little instability. So what are we going to do about that instability? Let's ask. 
All right, Adam, it's time for you to get your fuck on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Adam, so this is the new relationships card. It is new love, new ideas. Now, that is not necessarily a relationship with anyone other than yourself. It could be. Sometimes the best distraction is just to go out and have a good time, but that is hard sometimes, especially when you're not feeling like yourself. Um, So either... It's up to you to pursue something maybe that you're a little bit interested in at the moment or this is a sign for you to do more of that inner work that you know you probably have to do and you're going to have to do it anyway because you're in your satin returns. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but this is a really good card. This is new beginnings and as you can see between his hands, I don't know, you can't, probably can't see, but there's a love heart there and it's on fire and it's, it's, it's in a Celtic way and he's breathing fire on it. You cannot do anything if you're not breathing life into something if you're just sitting there stagnantly but the world will pass you by it will you got to breathe a little bit of fire sometimes you got to like start the fire yourself to get it to keep it going you know that's that momentum like abraham was saying the other day she's like you're not going to try and stop the car at the bottom of the hill yeah it was silly. There's more detail than that. Yeah, it was. It was. Sorry. Yeah. I'm aware we're 20 minutes over. It's um, it's uh, the world that passes you by is a work of art that you should take opportunities to sit down and watch it without participating in it. But um, be awestruck, appreciate it, and then like get back in the river, join the flow again. Mm. Yeah, join the flow, man. Mm. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Hope you guys had a good podcast. I had a good one. Did you? Do you? How do you feel now? Because you were like, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. And um, I was crying at the start, so. You were crying at the it start. It wasn't because of you. <clears throat> Not today? <clears throat> no, that was two days ago. Yeah. But that was actually because of me. Yeah, it was. Hmm. So that's good. <laughs> I guess. Um, well... I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to... uh, I got drums back the other day for my new album. My new album, Earth Meet World, comes out July, August 26. Uh, Why that date? Adam picked it. I knew I wanted it to come out in August, and I was like... Adam? Birchmore, yeah. Oh, good job. On the show. Did he? Yeah, I can't remember what episode it was, but I was like, "Mm, late August. He was like, what date? And I was like, oh... I don't know. What day? And he was like, the 26th. Um, and Good so job, it comes out 26th. I am doing the final mixes right now. So I actually have um, two songs coming out in July, two singles, and then the album coming out in August. And this is not finished, but <laughs> I'm going to let you listen to it anyway. This is going to be the first single that you hear off of the new album. It ain't done. There are a few flatly sung notes in the back there. No one notices. But it's Stop. still, it's still better than what you can do. Stop. Why would you even tell? It's like that's that self-fulfilling prophecy bullshit. It's like I think it's I'm not just, doing as good as you think I'm. No, I just did that for humor that time because I wanted you? to be like still better than what you can do. Oh, okay. 
you know, because I was not gazzing everybody. Anyway, this is Bang. Oh, comes gazzing. out next month. Please enjoy. Thank you very much for watching, for listening. Uh, wherever you have seen this, please make sure you are subscribed and receiving notifications because we would hate to not see you again, all right? Even if you really don't want to see us again, just give us another go, all right? Um, please <laughs> let us know how you are. Um, argue with us. Tell us where he's wrong. Whatever you need to do. Yeah, we used to be your friend. We'll see you guys in the next one. I'm at Projected Twin on Instagram. She's at Antonika.Muscaria, like the mushroom. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Thank <laughs> you.